Hi, this is John, and these are my SEO and social media tips for the week ending 19th of February 2016. Now, for more tips, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter. Do tips every day there, which is at John Tromans, J-O-N-T-R-O-M-A-N-S. Uh, you can also subscribe to this podcast as well on iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, um, lots of different places. Find the feeds uh, on the website, which is jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Let's get on with 10 more tips. Tip 1. Engage with influencers on social media. Build relationships and offer genuine value to these online leaders. Now, when I'm talking influencers, I'm not talking about A-list celebrities here with millions and millions of followers. I'm talking about people who are uh, influencers to your clients and your customers. People who could be just business leaders. They could be head of a networking group, for example. Um, They could be head of a a local authority um, uh, in your area and have influence on the people who buy things from you. Could be your services or your products, whatever it is you sell. And the best way to to get these people involved with you is to follow them for a start. Obviously, find them out, follow them, build relationships with them and retweet them, talk to them, uh, mention them on Facebook, reply to their posts and offer your own ideas and thoughts and have a conversation with them online. And also offer them value as well, genuine value. So if you're offering something out to your influencers that's genuinely valuable to their followers, there is a very good chance that they will pass that on. And that's where you're getting connections with future customers uh, who could come to you. So make sure you engage with your influencers on social media, build relationships and offer genuine value to online leaders. Tip two. Don't forget to visit google.com slash business and go through all the hoops and claim your business listing. Yes, definitely head into google.com slash business. We could do google.co.uk slash business and you get to pretty much the, the same place. And claim your business listing if you haven't already. Make sure you've got a Google business listing. You can add your opening hours, pictures, images. You can say exactly where you are so the, the dot on the map appears in the right place. You can help your local searches as well because you've got a better chance of appearing in that little map search thing which you do when you search for lo- the lo- local searches. And you can even add things like a holiday opening hours and 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 if you're open at weekends, different times to the week and whatnot and, and put all sorts of information into this thing. Google will understand more about you and they can also produce these results when people are searching for the things you do locally as well. So don't forget to visit google.com slash business, go through all the hoops and claim your business listing. Tip three. Create some follower personas for your social media. Make sure you're writing posts for your followers and not yourself. It's an easy mistake to make. You you are not genuinely one of your customer. You are not like your customer. You're the person who's selling to them. So you're not necessarily your customer. So when you write posts and you write and create social media uh, posts, you, you, you might be falling into the trap of writing them for yourself, the things that you like and you want to see on social media. This could be very different things to what your customer is seeing. For example, if you're a 23-year-old female social media manager and you're working for a company that targets a 47-year-old male, then what you want to see on the internet is not necessarily going to be the same as what they want to see on the internet. Okay, So it's a really good idea to create a persona and f- figure out who your, your perfect customer or perfect customers are. You'll have more than one 
um, perfect uh, customer and perfect social media follower and write down all about them. Make up a name and a, and a, and a, and a, and a job title and all sorts of information. Are they married? Do they have kids? What sort of movies do they like? What's, um, what makes them buy things from you? What's that, that thing which is going to make them buy? Is it the cost? Is it the quality? What is it? That, that is going to make them actually purchase something. And write all this down so that when you start creating and planning your social media posts, you can actually refer to these personas and you can, you can think to yourself, is what I'm writing attractive for this person? And then you'll be targeting your posts a lot better. So create some follower personas for your social media. Make sure you're writing posts for your followers and not just yourself. Tip four. Use Todoist to manage your social media. Never forget to reschedule, engage or post again. Plan what you do for better results. It's a tool which I use myself. It's called Todoist. T-O-D-O-I-S-T. And you'll find them at todoist.com. And it's basically a task manager. And I find it really useful and I use it quite a bit. And the sort of things that I put into uh, my task manager are when, uh, when scheduled uh, schedules run out. So, for example, I might schedule uh, opening hour uh, tweets uh, into the future, sort of like saying, hey, don't forget we're open late on Thursdays and things like that. Or I might schedule tweets for myself that refer to uh, cross-promoting other social ne media networks. So find me on Facebook, have a look at my Instagram account, etc. And I schedule these ahead of time so we don't have to be writing these every single day and doing doing tweets and Facebook posts about it all the time. And that schedule at some point is going to run out and there's going to be nothing going out. So I put this into Doist that, say, a certain schedule is going to run out in three weeks' time. And it reminds me, it tells me. It pops up on my phone, it pops up on my computer, and it tells me that I've got to reschedule. And you can do this with an awful lot of your social media. You can plan uh, campaigns, so you could plan when posts are going to go live. You can just keep a to-do list of what you've got to do to actually get through a campaign to the other end and see it to see it live. And you can do an awful lot of planning and reminding and and, and remembering uh, using this app. So, so, so take a quick look of it. It's something which I use myself, have done for a few years now, and find it very, very useful. So use Todoist, which is T-O-D-O-I-S-T, to manage your social media. Never forget to reschedule, engage or post. Plan what you do for better results. Tip 5. Don't forget about your mailing list. Send out regular mail shots, mention your latest blog posts and invite people to join you on social media. Yeah, it's a great way to get new readers for your blog posts, get new people, new followers on social media. Uh, a lot of people have got a mailing list. It's, it's astonishing, really. I, I speak to a lot of people who, and I say, do you have a mailing list? Do you have a, a, a list of email addresses for your customers and your clients? They say, oh, yes. Uh, how many is on that list? Oh, we've got three or four thousand. Brilliant. That's great. When was the last time you sent out a mailing mailing list to them? Oh, no, six months, eight months ago. And it's not being used. Um, make sure that you use your mail. It's still a really good way to get leads and get sales and get people uh, coming to look at your blog posts and joining you on social media. But make an effort to actually use your mailing list and do something on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be every week. It doesn't have to be every fortnight. But it has to be regular so that people are expecting it. If it's sort of like really gappy, it might be seen a little bit more spammy and people forget about you and they'll think, oh, no, that's spam. Spam off. 
And you don't want that to happen because a lot of these people could be um, prospective customers and clients for you. So don't forget about your mailing list. Uh, send out regular mail shots. Mention your latest blog posts and invite people to join you on social media. Tip six. Never think you have to post on your blog every single day. Once a week is okay. Just be consistent and grow from there. And you're probably going to say, once a week? You've got to be kidding me. Now, once a week is manageable, I promise. Just about. Just about. If, you, if you're just one person. You might struggle a little bit. But you need to be prepared. But that's for another tip. Um, d don't, don't think you have to post on a blog all the time. And you have to keep banging out posts all the time. The quality is going to be pretty poor. So once a week is okay. That's all right. That's absolutely fine. Just make sure you're more consistent um, and grow from, from wherever you go. So if you want to leave it at once a fortnight, stick it once a fortnight for a while and try, and try and make it up to once a week at a certain point. But consistency is better than sort of like haphazard, a little bit like the previous tip. Don't do things sort of like, you, you know, with your mailing list, like don't send anything for like six months and then bang three out. Same with your blog post. Don't do that sort of like, don't do three or four in one week because you've got time and then nothing for three months. Make sure that everything's consistent. If you've got time to do three or four blog posts in one week, then schedule those over the period of the next, say, four weeks and you've got a whole month's worth of blog posts going. So never think you have to post on your blog every single day. Once a week is okay. Just make sure you're consistent and grow from there. Tip seven. Don't ignore your tags. The title tag, description, H1, H2, H3s are still important in their own way. Fill them with snappy, descriptive text. Yeah, titles and tags and things are still important. And um, they don't have massive amounts of, of ranking ability. I mean, having a great title tag is not going to send you shooting up to number one in Google. You know, having good content that people like is more likely going to do that for you. But the title tag, the description and the header tags as well, all, in, all still important. Um, they help with the structure of your website. Using H1s and 3s, I think it's nice to help with structure more than anything. Um, it makes paragraph headings all look the same and consistent throughout a website, especially if you applied a particular style um, of font and, 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 and font size uh, to your H1, 2 and 3 tags and that. You only want one H1 tag on a page because it's like the, the chapter of the book. Okay, and there's only one of those. The H2 and H3s, you can have more, more than one of those on the page because they're, they're kind of like subheadings. Uh, but things like the title tag and the description tag, they tend to be seen away from your website. So if somebody's searching for you on, on Google or they, they see you on social media, on Facebook, somebody's shared a page on Twitter, then these title tags and these description tags, they go over with the share. They could appear in the search engine listings themselves. And it's what people are going to see. And it's what people are going to actually click on. And that's why they're important. So make sure you fill them with snappy, descriptive text. You don't want a sales slogan, but you want something which is clickable and exciting and attractive and is going to say, ooh, click me now. All right, because it's, it's good enough. That's what you want on your title and your description. So don't ignore your tags. The title, description, H1, H2 and H3 tags are still important in their own way. Fill them with snappy, descriptive text. Tip 8. Blog post idea. Uh, create a simple pictorial walkthrough of one of your products or services. Good idea. 
it's a different type of blog post. It's not a thousand words. It's pictorial. And it could be good for you. You don't have to have it all fancy, slidey gallery type things. And if you could just be a nice set of photographs going down the page with a little bit of text, just explaining what the photo is about. So whatever it is, if it's a service you offer, if it's a product uh, that, that, that you sell, whatever it is you do, um, create a really simple pictorial walkthrough of the product or having the service as well, okay? And uh, it's a different idea for a blog post and something which can work quite well. So, new blog post idea. Um, create a simple pictorial walkthrough of one of your products or services. Tip nine. Improve your navigation. Create a simple, easy to read and use menu for your website. Make it mobile friendly as well. Navigation menus really important. They've got to be simple. They've got to be easy to read, easy to use. You don't want people hunting around for different pages and different links. You, they know they've got to go to the top or they've got to go to the left of your website to find your menu. It's there. They can see it, all right? So make sure you use decent drop-downs. You haven't got a drop-down that goes on forever down the bottom of the page and off the monitor and right down to the floor. So people are going to be like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. If you've got a really long menu, so then use a mega menu. and Do a Google search for mega menus and you get the idea. It's those big fancy menus that a lot of e-commerce stores use. And uh, they're really good to be able to fit lots more information. Uh, in, into your menu. But make sure the text and everything is easy to read. It's a nice font. It's a nice size. It's not too small. And it's just simple. When you hover over something, it just opens up and it's there. And also make sure that when you look at your website on a mobile phone, it, it's responsive to the size of the screen and it shrinks down nicely and the menu changes and the menu's really mobile friendly. Having a good navigation will really help people discover more of your content, more of your pages. So improve your navigation, create a simple, easy to read and use menu for your website, make it mobile friendly. Tip 10. Customer service is slowly becoming more digital. Make sure you monitor your social media platforms and don't miss questions. Uh, lots of surveys out over the past few months saying that anything from like 40 to 80% of questions uh, asked of companies on social media are missed. Um, and and they, a lot of the questions are really simple. They're, they're kind of like things like, what time are you open till tonight? Really easy questions like that. Other ones are customer service questions like, you say I haven't had my product, you sent it out, you said you sent it out last week and I haven't had it yet. Why not? Where is it? And you can deal with these sort of things on social media. People are turning to social media first for these sort of problems instead of email, instead of phone. We've messed up email and phone. Send an email to a company and you know it's going to be lost forever. You, you go on the phone and you know you're ready for an argument because you've got to listen to 10 minutes worth of rubbish on the phone before you get through to a human being and they're going to ask you all the same questions that the computer asked you on the phone. You know, I don't know whether you get out of, when you phone the bank and, and the automated thing says type in your bank number. So you type in your bank number, you get through to somebody and then the first thing they say is what's your bank account number? And it's like, really? I've just typed anyway. One of my moans, that is. So customer service on social media is becoming um, much more popular. People are likely to turn to Twitter and Facebook to have a moan, to have a complain, to find out information. So make sure you're monitoring your social media platforms. Monitor Twitter. Get a phone app. Okay, Monitor Facebook as well. Monitor Instagram comments. 
Um, lots of different things. Get the apps set up so that they notify you on your phone. Get If you're on a computer all day long, make sure you get notifications by email or little little pop-up thingies in the corner of your, your, your screen. And just make sure that when somebody asks a question, you know about it and you can respond to it. Simple as that. So customer service is slowly becoming more digital. Uh, make sure you monitor social media platforms and don't miss questions. That's it for this week's tips. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and get new podcasts downloaded every Friday. And you can find the feeds on my website, which is jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And there's feeds for iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud as well. You find it all over the place. Uh, you can also see all these tips as well on my Twitter feed first during the week. You'll find that as at John Trones, J-O-N-T-R-O-M-A-N-S. Thanks for listening.